Welcome back to the latest episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, ConJob. This week, Alexa and I do a review of C2E2, which took place August 5th through the 7th in Chicago, Illinois. We hope you guys enjoy, and if not, well, we'll try again next time. Without further ado, Alexa, welcome back. Hola, buenos dias. I don't know why I said welcome back. You've been around, just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I never left. So right, right. So we're here. I, I did, I did, I did leave Chicago, and now I'm, uh, I'm wholesale goods shopping. Okay, well, that's good to hear. So that was Indeed. kind of the teaser of what this show's about. We're going to be talking Indeed. about C two E two, which happened uh, this past weekend, which was the dates. Give me the dates. Oh, I don't know. August fifth through the seventh. Yeah, that in, sounds good. Uh, in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, down uh, downtown for the most yeah. part. Yeah, McCormick. I think what the South Building, West Building. I don't know. It's, it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's yeah. a large building that. Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah. We'll we'll leave the rest of that for the podcast. All right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, where do you want to start? Because I know we can, we can, we usually start with load in, but that was uh, a debacle for you. So, do you want me to talk about just mine? As because mine, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Go easiest. ahead and uh, and we'll kind of go over my my load in too. But go ahead and uh, talk about yours first. Yeah. So, as usual, mine was an absolute breeze. Um, I walked in, although I walked in, got right to the front doors there, and you know the people were like, "Oh, you need to go get your your badge." And I was like, "Okay," because I usually just kind of get them inside. And they're like, no. So I had to go all the way back down by the front door in that little, there's like a little side room. It's not a little room, but yeah, you got to go down there and get the get the badges, which I wish they would have directed me there at the beginning. Right. It, it wasn't a huge, you know, it wasn't a huge thing. It was just one more thing where you had to basically backtrack, you know, where you came from when you first entered to get your badges. And I thought when I got to the front door, I told them that uh, I don't need no stinking badges, but apparently I did. <clears throat> but Obviously you did. Yeah. So other than that, setup is, is super breeze. I mean, this show we get, you know, you pay for the space. You don't get anything else, you know, just so people know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening know this, but uh, you don't get a table unless you order it ahead of time or if you're in Artist Alley. So yeah, you, you don't, just get, well, let's be real honest. You don't get a table. You don't get, I, you, don't, you don't get a chair. You don't get a trash can. Right. Yeah. You get, uh, you get a spot on a floor. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Um, and yeah, so I, I can, I can tell you just from other people who were, who I was with, uh, the tables for an, an eight foot table was 125 bucks. And I don't know how much the six foot tables were, but that's undraped and all that. Cause I'm assuming everyone has tablecloths, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I know, I know chairs were expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Uh, I, I sat on boxes all weekend. <laughs> yeah. I did not price out, um, trash cans because <laughs> there was one close enough to me so <laughs> but other than that yeah load in super super easy load out super super easy and i know you want to give everybody your little your rundown of loading because that was yeah uh, the, the, was the long and short i had a uh i had a little bit of a delay um getting uh get, getting into town and i missed load in on thursday so um i was lucky enough to uh to be able to uh um, to get my stuff in, um, Friday morning, got everything in and, uh, got it in pretty quick. 
actually with the help of, uh, uh, of some, uh, some union carts. Um, and yeah, got set up, uh, right at open was when, uh, was really when like the, all the stuff was, was behind the booth. And then about 11 o'clock is when I, I legitimately was able to start selling stuff. Okay, so not terrible. And no, no. where your where your booth was located, it wasn't like you were right at the front door where it was an influx of people immediately. I mean, there's <laughs> obviously we'll we'll talk about that, but you were kind of over on the side, so it took. Yeah, it took I was. I was. I was in the uh, the same spot I've been in for the last five years now. You were always on that front there. I thought you were a little bit more down from there. I mean, same uh, row. Well, but... no, not not in the last five years. No, I guess shows you how much I know. Yeah. Um, Shows how much you pay attention. You're a terrible friend. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, yeah. I went the there. Top rope. Jeez, yeah. frog, frog splash. Elbow drop, baby. Jeez. Anyway, uh, all right. So let's get into <laughs> let's get into Friday, ten to seven. Um, you know, Friday was actually a little busier than I thought it would be. Um, you know, at least where I was at. Um, it d- definitely felt like. Uh, you know, felt like people were there and they were shopping, but it wasn't overwhelmingly busy. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So I was, our spot was the same as it was last year where it's a, we had an end cap basically facing the, I like to call it the front of Artist Alley, like that pole where you kind of enter into Artist Alley world. But yeah, I, I really had, liked you guys, where you guys were. Well, we had the backs of a, of a whole row of Artist Alley facing us. Last year, we had the front of a row facing us, but this year we had the back. So it was kind of like you saw the back of people's banners and stuff. Yeah. Which I think, and it's a wide aisle because it's like a main, you know, thoroughfare, throughware, through whatever it's called. Thoroughfare. Thank you. And it was like a main kind of there. And so it was pretty big. I mean, it was what? 20, 20 feet, 25 feet wide. Um, normal, bigger yes. than your normal aisle. It's pretty wide aisle. Yeah, normal, bigger than a normal aisle. But anyway, I felt like it, there was no distinct traffic flow. Because like we were, so the entrance to Artist Alley was about, was on were two aisles over to our right. And it kind of went in there. And then there was also another entrance, two aisles over to our left. But there was a big... Right big one going across us. So it felt like the majority of the traffic was on those things on the right and the thing on the left. And very few people crossed over in in front of our aisle. And I think it's because we had the backs of those, those artist booths right there. And people were like, Oh, there's nothing, no reason to go down here. You know? So, so traffic was pretty sparse on Friday. I was very, very surprised. Honestly, I thought, Last year, traffic flow flowed much better in our area than it did this year. And I'll get into it too, but that was the case for all three days. It was uh, almost, it was that way so much so that I was seriously considering moving my booth after Saturday night and moving to a new place on Sunday. Yeah, I know. uh, I know you had, uh, you had, you had tossed it out there when, uh, when we were, we were talking Saturday night and that's, uh, Tim, talk me. I got to tell you, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's kind of a good idea to not move on Saturday. If you can move on Friday, then move. But if you can't, uh, 
if you can't make the move until Saturday, then it's not really, uh, it's not really worth it because the people that would come looking for you, right. They're not going to find you. Right. Right. So, and that's why, that's so, ultimately why I didn't, but, um, but yeah, so give your Friday descriptions. Well, you know, I look the aisle that I'm in, I've, I've said it for years. Um, it's a bad aisle. Uh, it's the aisle that leads into, into artist alley. Um, when I first was put into that aisle, um, it was the very last aisle in the convention and it was facing the sci-fi stage when sci-fi was, uh, uh, was a sponsor and, and did stuff, did stuff with, uh, um, you know, with, with Reed pop, they were, you know, they were doing sci-fi live and it was actually a cool little experience and I hated them. Like I legitimately hated them, but it was, uh, it was definitely something that was beneficial for me. Um, so I, end of the day, I didn't really hate them. They were just, uh, they were kind of rude. Um, but through the years we've added more aisles and we've taken away the destination that's over there for the stage and like some other stuff. Um, and that aisle has gotten kind of buried and it's shifted just a little bit so that there are columns that run down the center of the aisle and that aisle is divided. When you walk down it, if you are not facing the front and if you're not on the right side, when you're walking down the aisle, you're going to get missed. And I've been on the left side of that aisle every year and it's uh, spoiler alert. Um, it is shown in my sales. So, um, you know, there, there's some flow issues for sure. Um, but you know, I, I was actually, I was hopeful on Saturday because of, because of how, how good it was actually. I, I felt like Friday was a, a good day. Um, so, you know, I, I was, uh, I was excited. I was excited for, uh, you know, for Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Cause I felt like I saw more people than I saw last year. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I think, um, I mean, Friday was just, you know, average for us. Uh, and I think it had a lot to do with that part, you know, with, like I said, with the big aisle and not many people coming down there or having a reason to come down there. Saturday, though, I was like, it won't matter. People are going to be just completely jammed in here, you know? And, right. Um, so, so where would you would you say that that was the case? Um, what on on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday was just Saturday was mediocre. That's yeah. the only thing that I can. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know uh, I know a couple of our pals over at Read Pop. Uh, you know, kind of gave us some, some insight on, you know, on Saturday and it was, it was supposed to be a busy day. And, you know, I was, I was genuinely, genuinely hoping that, uh, that it was going to be as busy of a day as what they were, uh, you know, as what they were hoping. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I heard a rumor, somebody was like, Oh yeah, they were saying 70,000 people in the door on Saturday. If there was 70,000 people in the door on Saturday, I, I need to stop. I need mm -hmm. to stop doing this because I, I, my Saturday was uh, one of the lowest sales Saturdays that I've had. And, and granted, you know, I sold out of a lot of my, uh, my big stuff on Friday. 
you know, my, my crowd pleasing drawing stuff. So, you know, I didn't have that, but the traffic wasn't there. There were, there were times on Saturday when I could, I, I, w- I could leave my booth right? because I didn't, you know, it should never happen on, on a Saturday at C2E2. Um, so, you know, it was, Saturday was, was man. I, I think, uh, I think it was probably, probably one of the slowest Saturdays I've ever seen at a C2E2. Um, yeah, now that you mentioned that, yeah, it was our, definitely our slowest C2E2 Saturday for sure. That was our fifth year, I think. Um, I was very surprised, very surprised. And, you know, I spoke to many vendors, artists, and similar, similar answers, similar responses. I mean, did you talk to anybody else? Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I, here's the thing. I, I've talked to a lot of people and it's, it's literally either feast or famine. Um, either people were just knocking it out of the park or they, they were getting knocked back, knocked back into the dugout. Like, so did you have a lot that were knocking it out of the park in your opinion? Um, I would say about 20% of the people that I talked to and those people oh. were, they were collectibles <laughs> vendors they were comic book guys. They were smalls dealers. So the guys that sell things that are, you know, $10 and under. Right. Those would, um, you know, they were having good sales weekends. So it, it speaks to, uh, you know, it speaks to kind of where that mindset was because I will say my average sale Friday was through the roof. Saturday and Sunday, not so much. It was about 20% lower than what my normal average sale is. So it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, uh, obviously our sales were down, but our average sale was actually not bad. It was actually pretty good, but just didn't have, you know, it wasn't getting the number of sales that we're used to. Right. You know what I mean? Obviously having less people there, or having less people come by the booth was the main part of that. But, but yeah, it was, um, I was very shocked at how well we did considering, you know, the number of people that actually came by the booth. Right. Well, but that, that tells you right there that the crowds were not there. Right. I mean, I should be able to handle a a lower average sale at a show like C2E2 because, you know, there's so many people rolling into the, uh, into the building. Right. Exactly. Complete, yes. Uh, and I, I think this year there was flashback weekend. Um, you had anime magic Gen across Con. town. Gen Con. Um, let's see. Elton John played. played. Elton John played Saturday. Friday night. No, Friday night. El, uh, Rob Zombie played Saturday, actually. Not at, not at Soldier Field, but another place. Um, right. There was that also that uh, that horror convention at Rosemont. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Flash, flashback. Okay, I didn't know that was an area. Okay, but yeah, it was like there was other options. I think Gen Con had some something to do with it because that's you know it was relatively was it three hours to there or something, right? Yeah, yeah, three and a half ish hours, and yeah. you know it's the biggest tabletop gaming convention in in the country. Um, you know, then you've also got 
you've also got the fact that Fan Expo Chicago was, you know, was four weeks prior. Um, you know, you've had you've had comic type events or fandom type events in Chicago. I think the the number was nine over the last six weeks. Oh, that's yeah, that's uh, that's overkill. Yeah, and I think there there's there might be a little fatigue there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> No, I, I you know, didn't know there was that many. I knew there was some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, you know, and, and Sunday, man, that first hour Sunday was painful. It was slow. You know, not a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people really browsing. And then it picked up for me. Um, right. Mine was I, the opposite. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right at the beginning for about the first two hours, I was like, oh, wow, this is going to, this is going to make up for yesterday. And then it, completely you know like a faucet gone those those aisles just nobody wanted to cross from one side to the other and if they did a lot of them were just looking at the backs of the artist alley tables like oh like that's i don't what i'm assuming they were thinking is wow why do i see the back of them that's weird let's just keep walking let's look at all the backs of these people wow look at that yeah but then they're gone you know and i'm like hey what about me what about me the eye candy yeah i i kind of uh you know i was i was kind of in the same the same spot like i had people that they would walk up my aisle, but they would never stop. Um, I don't know. It, w- it was a weird show. Sunday sales were okay, but I mean, I needed I needed a double of the the two prior days to even have a shot at as good as what I wanted it to be, or at least close to what I needed yeah. to be. Right, right. But, I I completely agree. And I I mean, you can read boards. You know, I, I, a lot of, I know a lot of us are, you know, are in some of these groups and people were unimpressed with the guest list. Um, they felt like they just kind of phoned it in. That was, uh, that was a sentiment across pretty much everywhere that I was looking. And I mean, if you compare guest lists from the, the show that was a few weeks, you know, before that, yeah, the, the guest list was just okay. Um, you know, they had little Leia, they had Rosario Dawson. That's, those are great. Uh, no, those are yeah, great. No, nobody's flying in to see little Leia. You know? No. And, and look, my, one of my friends drove up from St. Louis to come to the show because he wanted Rosario's autograph and, and a couple other things. Um, but Friday, Friday, he ended up, he got one of the autographs that he wanted Saturday. He, he was supposed to get three autographs. He texted me at nine o'clock and said, Hey, um, I'll come over around lunchtime to see if you need anything to eat. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'll see you then. I appreciate it. He didn't come over until three 45 because he'd been waiting in lines literally all day. Oh, wow. And he, he checked to see if I needed anything. Um, you know, he, uh, he said, you know, I, I've got to go back and get in Rosario's line at four forty-five. He said, "I'll meet you. I'll meet you guys for uh, uh, for for dinner tonight, or maybe do some drinks." So wow. he messaged me at seven thirty and said, "I just got done, so I will. Uh, I'm going to get some dinner and I'll talk to you guys later." And when we were kind of packing up our uh, 
our fun on Saturday night and, uh, and heading back to our rooms, I guess at about 1030, he finally wandered in. Um, like he had a long day and he told me, he said, I spent my entire Saturday in line waiting in lines. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, but, and I, I will, they can be mad at me all they want. They have to get it together with these lines. They are killing vendors. That, that, that type of ego boost for these celebrities to make sure that they have these massive lines does nothing but hurt the vendor floor because we're offering from all these guests not being able to shop the floor start doing a damn virtual queue and we've said it multiple times they have to start doing that yeah and i think that uh we're going to do another pod about some just some con related stuff and i think that's yeah be a yeah really big topic because yes i mean all these all these um these you know disney orlando all of them uh universal they're all doing these sort, sort of things and i don't know why they're lagging so far behind with that it's like it works it works yeah i mean the main obviously we know that the, the the more people in those lines the more people that are you know that's more money they're spending but you're getting the money so it's like just tell them to come back at a time where they're not sitting in line all day and then you know the people who actually make the show happen meaning the vendors they get a chance to sell to those people instead of them sitting there for six hours staring at their yeah. you know their guy in front of them well and i i'm, I'm sorry but i'm more more likely to get an autograph from a celebrity if i walk up and see that their line isn't freaking 400 people long so i go and i look on the app and i get in the virtual queue and i get a comeback time and now i can come back at 4 30 and guess what i can you know i i can get in line for that celebrity wait 45 50 minutes and get the autograph and now i'm back out of line and i got the autograph while i was still shopping like it, it's a no-brainer it right. really is right. at least it should be a no-brainer should yeah. i and I, I again i think that eventually they're going to get there but it might you know it might just be too late i mean it's like come on people what's taking so long in the first place yeah <laughs> But anyway, so let's get to just kind of the what I want to kind of discuss then is the let's talk about the thing I want to talk about. All right, let's you go typical first. Ryan. No, yeah, typical Ryan. To... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, that's I, I was just mocking you. <laughs> so <laughs> for me, uh, obviously, it, I mean, we, we can both agree and I think everybody will agree the attendance was down. It wasn't, you know, a 2019. I remember 2019, 2018, 2017. We would go up in those little cafes that are in the middle that you go upstairs to eat, you know, and you can kind of look down. And I would just take pictures and just be like, geez, look at the amount of people here. Because they're just, you know, in, you know, in hordes of everywhere. Yeah. And this year, it was not that. You know, obviously last year was down. I don't know what this I'm sure this year was better than last year, in my opinion. <clears throat> but... The hall is just too big for this, for that, for what they are currently drawing right now. And because of that, they have to fill the hall. So what they're doing, and maybe having less guests is, is messing with that too, because now there's less guest booths in that back corner. 
really, you know, how they go around the whole back and then they kind of slide around the side. <clears throat> yeah. If they have less guests, they have to fill that space with vendors. So their vendors just seem to be, they're, they're just so spread out. Like that aisle that I talked about in front of me was like 20, 25 feet, <clears throat> you know? And then everywhere I walk, like, I don't know if you know, like uh, Tony Santiago, he's, he was up on a premium spot up front. He had an aisle on the left of him in the front of him that were easily 25 feet. And then to the right of him was this huge open area that was walking to that, you know, that the yard. Yeah. You know, it was, and that was probably, I'm not even exaggerating. That was a couple hundred feet of just emptiness. Well, and from what I I understand, um, there was a vendor that was supposed to bring, bring some, uh, some displays to fill some of that, that massive empty space Mm -hmm. and they flaked on them. Um, So like, it sucks, but instead of just leaving it empty or putting round tables in there, they should have shifted the the, the show floor plan. Yeah. <clears throat> well, in their defense, depending on when they found out, it could have been too late, you know, because they're every right, movement, right. you know, you got to deal with all the fire marshal stuff and blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> I don't know that, but I did talk to, because when I was looking to move on Saturday night, I went and talked to a couple of vendors up over there around that area. And I was like, wow, this is a perfect spot. It's right up front. You know, it's granted it was facing backwards. And I was like, you have this, this whole area. And I talked to three or four vendors there and selling various things, anywhere from clothes to art to, you know, Funkos to just, you know, garage right. sale stuff. And every single one of them was like, the traffic here sucks. They're like, it just, it either, if it comes by, they just kind of walk and they're going to the back. They don't really look because they're so wide. The aisles were so wide. There was so much dead space of just people filling. And they weren't walking close to the booth. If it's a 25 foot wide aisle and there's a booth on the left and emptiness on the right, they're going to walk in the emptiness. So they don't, and maybe they'll look at the booth, but if I'm not close to the booth, that person's not going to bother me. So I can just keep walking. I want to go over there. Yeah, I'll let them bother me. I'll talk to them. But if I don't, if I don't have to get in that direction, you know what I mean? Well, and one of the things that I also noticed was that, um, you know, the aisles that were narrower were bustling with activity and lookers. Like where we used to be in the right in front of the, uh, oh, right in front of the cafe area I was talking about where, where like Jamie was, where, you know what I'm talking about? Where I saw yeah, I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah, where, we, where I saw you when we were leaving Sunday, when we talked on Sunday. Yeah. In that, in that little, I guess, quad, you know, there was probably 20 booths, 20, 30 booths. That area all weekend, I thought, was just doing crazy people. They were all artists, too. No, I just um, meant as far as people being in that in that. Oh, people area. in that area. Yeah. Well, so, I think that's uh, that, that also needs to... We, we, we can talk more about that on a um, on a different pod because this one we need to uh, to wrap up this uh, yeah, this yeah. load in or load out and, uh, and just kind of talk about things overall um, you, so you know just, look, just real quick for load out for me I mentioned at the top it was super simple for me packed up went out the front door and got my uber so go ahead well and for me I I, I was broken down because I Sunday I started like condensing all my uh, all my empty boxes down and um, kind of getting everything together and um, I, I ended up being broken down by six thirty. Um, show closed at five. That's yeah, um, 
I went and, uh, went and snagged three pallets, um, just so that I would have those pallets, you know, there loaded everything onto the pallets and looked outside <laughs> and wanted to cry because the, uh, the load in line was ridiculous. So uh, I went and, uh, went and got myself, uh, a dock pass, um, walked over to Chinatown had, uh, uh, what's that, uh, what's that called? Um, uh, conveyor belt sushi and, uh, and then, right. Okay. came back at nine o'clock, um, drove right in, drove right up to the booth and didn't even need the pallets. I just, uh, um, drove up to the booth, loaded everything in, uh, into the van and took off. And it was, uh, it was that simple. That's I, I will tell you, that's the, one of the things that Reed really does well is, uh, you know, simplifying load in, in, uh, in this show, um, you know, especially this show, the, the, the load in is so, so easy. And if you're okay with waiting a little bit, you're not trying to get on the road, then it's, it, it's so good. No, that's that's great. That's good. We finally found one where it's not a complete debacle in the docks. So that's good. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and even even with me me getting there late, um, you know, the 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 dock made it so that I could get you know get my stuff in. So um, it took uh, it took some some working and some talking, but uh, Reed Pop and uh, and Freeman there, you know, they were able to to get it worked out for me. Nice, nice. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, well, I mean, let's uh, let's kind of talk about the uh, you know the, the the typicals that we talk about. Um, as far as like variety of vendors, there's always oh. a good variety there. Um, there were some vendors that I I saw were missing. Um, you know, just some some different art vendors and um, you know, some some vendors that do some other things because they were at Gen Con. I knew that. Um. Artist Alley. I was a little disappointed in Artist Alley this year, uh, only because Reed has typically been a two-dimensional Artist Alley um, company, where Artist Alley is nothing but two D art, so print art. And this year, I saw some some varying items that were over in Artist Alley, so it, that was that was something that that I didn't expect. Um, but yeah. No, that's it. I, I didn't actually get a chance to walk through Artist Alley, so I can't really comment on that. I just I, I had like three or four friends that I see every year that were there, but most of them are local. I do have a friend that came from uh, Seattle, and that person said it was the best show they have ever had. So, but they were it was they got really lucky with their placement. Like you know, I mentioned the uh, my booth the uh, the entrance to Artist Alley is right there on the right hand side. She was the first booth facing that entrance. Oh so, man. Yeah, like yeah that's a good spot. booth. Yeah, right on the corner, right there on the like right when you walk in. So I, I mean we we talk about it a lot. Obviously placement has a lot to do with it. So that was that was good for her, you know. Absolutely. But, um something that I that I did uh that I've I've kind of seen through the, through our boards and this will kind of reflect on the the sales end of it. Um you know, it's like like we've said, you know, it's it's either feast or famine. But there's also I, I've been seeing some unrealistic expectations of this show um, in our vendor groups, like mm -hmm. people thinking that for a, a $400, you know, $800, however much artist alley table is, you know, that they need to turn $25,000. And I'm just like, wait, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> to what? You're not you're not going to do that. You're you you might get lucky and do that at New York if you're really busy and really good. Um, but yeah, there's some some pretty crazy unrealistic expectations out there. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. But that's I mean that's going to come with the territory. So we can't Oh, absolutely. Um, as far as value, what do you what do you, how do you how do you feel like this year um, um you know, this year was uh, I'm going to say the value was not good, but I, it's based solely on my sales. Um, I do think I could have done, this is our second year going from a single boost to a double. Um, and I don't think that it was, I think we could have done the same, if not better, if we kept our old booth, uh, our old single booth this year. And okay. last year it wasn't worth it to do the upgrade either, but I, I just chalked that up to being, you know, right after COVID, you know what I mean? Right. I, I had very high expectations for the show and they, they didn't get met. So I, I had I had expectations for the show. Um definitely were not met. Um I don't think the value is there anymore. Um, you know, we keep uh, we keep seeing cost increases and we're not getting anything for for the cost increases. Uh you know, we're not speaking and, of, and, I, and I say bad. we're not getting anything. We're speaking we're getting of, something. Speaking of cost uh, increases, they're raising it again next year. Yes, and that's that's what I'm talking about. You know, we the the booths are increasingly higher and higher. Um, you know, this year, and I, we will talk about it in the increasing cost of of conventions um, podcast. Uh, you know, this year they removed the red carpet permanently, um, which is a staple at that show. It's a staple at New York. Um, you know, it's something that that is always there. Um, and the fans have kind of gotten used to it. It's also kind of nice to be able to walk around because it's, even though it's crappy cushion, it's still a little cushion. Um, and it makes a difference when you're walking all day. But, you know, with that being said, um, you know, sales wise, you know, to booth, basically, um, cost to, to, to sales ratio is not there. Um, especially this year this this year was was disappointing um and what sucks is you know next year i i'm trying to get you know my second team in place but as it stands i can't not do a show that's five minutes from my apartment yeah well i can tell you yeah and when you say that you mean because c2 and mega are on the same weekend well, but, along with seven other shows that are that weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, not to mention that I have two friends that live in Chicago. One of them, ten minutes from McCormick Place, who said that they're going to do C two or they're going to do Mega next year. So they're going to actually crazy. Fly, they're going to fly to Orlando instead of doing a show that's ten minutes from their house. Right. Just to give and, you an idea look, of what people are thinking, you know. Well, and you know. It, I have all the faith in the world and read pop that, you know, they're going to, they're going to write the boat on this because this is, you know, this is one of their two flagship, real flagship shows. I mean, Supercon, not so much, um, you know, it's, it's Supercon, um, you know, but C2E2, it, it, this is one of the shows that people talk about that they, that they talk about doing and they talk about, you know, making sure that they're at, um, and you know, there wasn't that buzz this year. So they, they need to fix that and they've got smart people there. They'll, they'll get it worked out. I have zero, zero doubt that they'll get it taken care of. So then I have the question. I spoke to a couple of vendors and obviously for years, C2's always been one of those, you know, top three, top five shows gets the big hype. 
obviously we're paying, you know, pretty good money to be there. Do you think it should still be considered a top flight show or do you think it's, it's uh, kind of run its course? I should... look, I, I, I truly believe that, um, you know, COVID has kind of reset everything. Um, you know, we're, we're looking at some smaller shows that are, that are popping off and we're seeing some bigger shows that are stumbling. And I, I, I think ev- all of these shows that God, this is as a, as a left leaning person, um, all, all the shows that are in areas that are blue that had, you know, had lockdowns had, you know, had, um, you know, mask mandates that were, you know, enforced heavily until, you know, late last year, early this year, those places are taking a little bit longer to recover and to come out of this. I mean, look at, look at Denver, um, you know, Denver, I can't remember if we had a mask mandate there last year or not. Um, but you know, Denver had some stuff going on and, you know, this year, um, you know, this year fan expo put the, put the money and the guests into it and they brought it back. You know, it was, uh, it was my number two show so far this year. Um, you know, versus, versus Chicago shows as a whole, um, you know, they're not, they're not performing well. Um, you know, most of the shows that I've done this year have been in areas that have been opened up for a while. Um, you know, Philadelphia is, is kind of one of the exceptions, you know, Philadelphia, Philadelphia was not a great show. They, you know, they, they re, um, they reinstated the mask mandate, the day after fan expo Philadelphia. So, you know, that kind of tells you where they were. Um, like I said, the areas that, uh, that had those mask mandates have not performed as well. It's a reset. I think it's going to take a minute for, for those areas to think, bounce back. So do you think it's the, that, that, or in this case with Chicago, cause we mentioned earlier that they had like nine shows in six weeks, or do you think it's the combination? It's well for that. It's a whole lot of different things. Um, once we get you know balanced back out and the shows aren't cram packed into you know a certain time of year, I think I think we're going to see the return of that top tier. It might not be until twenty twenty four though. It might take twenty twenty three for them to one to rebuild the confidence, but two to not be on the same weekend as eight other shows, and you know. It, you know, vendors are going to have to come back because I, I worry for, you know, for next year, C2E2 is going to have vendors, but who are they going to have? Because, you know, I've already talked to, I've already talked to three vendors that are like, yeah, I can't, I can't split, you know, split my booth. I'm going to, you know, to this show or that show, you know, be it Steel City or, um, you know, this anime con that's happening in the South or, you know, Megacon or this show that's happening over in Texas. Like, wait, it, it's the same weekend as Steel City also next year? Yes. Oh, okay. That's another. Yeah, that's, so, that's relatively close too. I mean, I you know, Mega and C two are completely you know almost opposite ends of the. the yeah, top I mean they're nineteen the- nineteen hours apart. Yeah, um, but Steel City versus, that's, a good, that's a good attendance show. Yeah, yeah, and but you know there there's some issues with Steel City that we'll talk about on the growing or the increasing cost of cons, um, because yeah, there's there's some interesting stuff that's going to happen there. Um, 
but you know, as far as C2, I think it'll return to, to its glory. It'll just take a second. Cause like I said, they've got some smart people there. They've got, you know, they've got some, some good people there that'll get it fixed. Um, look, we're all, we're all allowed to have hiccups. We're all allowed to stumble. Um, knowing that you've stumbled is, you know, is something that has to happen before you can start to fix it. So I think they, they need to understand that they stumbled for a lot of vendors. They, you know, they, they dropped the ball. Um, they need to, to reevaluate the floor plan. They need to reevaluate the placement of places like the yard. Um, I'm sorry, having a, you know, ha- having a drinking area in the smack dab in the middle of the show floor for me is probably the worst thing on the planet because I, I can't tell you how many people got to my booth and had already had two or three drinks and were tipsy and didn't want to buy anything because they were drinking, which that is my personal thoughts about alcohol at comic cons. Um, but you know, it, it also creates this giant void in the middle of the show floor. You know, it, it's not a, it's not a draw to the middle of the show floor. It would be a draw to the end of the show floor. You know, you put a stage, you put the, uh, put the yard back there. You do a couple of different things to get people to come over to that end of the, the convention center. Those vendors aren't going to be as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're not going to be as objective to, to being placed down there. Um, you know, I, I talked to, uh, talked to a vendor that's, that's been down there as long as I have. And they told me, they said, we, we will never come back. Wow. We, we've been in this space and we didn't even cover our booth costs this year. Wow. And I, right. I was, I was shocked because they've been, they've been kind of a staple there. Um, so they will win the vendors back. Yeah. And I do think when you say never, that's, I said, wow, because that's like, you know, never, it's very, you know, final. it's very definitive. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can understand, Hey, I'm going to take a year, maybe two years off and try to come back. But yeah, that's, that's a, uh, that's a bold statement. Cause I, I, it agree is. With you. I do agree with you in that. I think they'll be back. I just don't think it's going to be 2023 because I, because of competing with not just mega, but now you said um, steel city and I'm sure there'll be something else. Hold, hold that so, thought for two seconds. We're gonna let this uh, let this this cart pass me. Okay, <laughs> but I can keep talking, so you can just shut up and listen. But I do, What's I that? do think I said I can keep talking, so you can shut up and listen. <laughs> but I, uh-huh. I think they'll be back. I just think it's gonna take a couple of years until we get what the old C two feeling was. Yeah, once yeah, they I, get I back do into, Once they get kind of nestled back into their March date. You know, it'll, it'll take, you know, like they'll go back to March next year and then people will be like, oh, it's March. And the next year it's like, oh, it's March again. Okay. Is this, this is normal. And then the, maybe the, even that third year they'll be like, okay, yeah, it's every March. Let's just look forward to this every March. Like, like well, and one, one of the, uh, hold that thought again, Jeez. there's literally no reason to be walking past me because she can walk around the backside of me. <laughs> Kind of funny. Thank you, wholesale lady. Um, so one of the big, like the big money factors for C2E2 was the fact that it was held during tax season when people were getting tax returns in. So that's, you know, that's where a lot of that money came from 
for that show. And that's why it's always performed well as a whole. Um, you know, is that I can't tell you how many people were like, yep, we, we brought our tax return to the show. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big, big deal. Big deal. Interesting. Okay. No, that's good to know. <clears throat> good to know. Um, yeah. So I think it's going to take some time. I just, I don't think it's going to be next year. It's my opinion. No, I don't either. Um, but on that note, we have rambled uh, for an extra 15 minutes on, um, you know, the, the problems with C2E2. And there's no real problems. It's just a, it, it's just a reset. Like, it just needs to be a reset. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will end it on that. And we will uh, catch you guys next week. So thanks for tuning in. <laughs>